0: Are you ready to take your business to the top? Well, strap in and hold on tight. You're listening to the Top of the Wall Podcast from Red Wall Marketing. Business and marketing strategies to lift you above the competition and over the wall of mediocrity.
1: Now, here's your host, J.R. Griggs. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Top of the Wall Podcast. This is episode eight, I believe, um, and today I've got kind of a special podcast for you guys today. I am in Ybor City, which is, uh, if you're not familiar, a really cool part of Tampa that uh, a lot of people don't know of. But it's an amazing little area, and that is where the headquarters of Social Forces is, uh, which is a social media advertising agency. And I am with the CEO and co-founder, Kate Watley, who is going to tell us a little bit about herself and Social Forces as a company and kind of what what they see for social media and how it could help you in your business. Um, Really excited about this interview because uh, these guys, I've known them for about five years, 2009, and uh, I think we all got started at the same time, Uh, met at Fest, and and, um, it was just kind of a cool thing to see them grow into what they've become and and how they've done with their company, and I've been super excited to follow them and see how they build the structure with their employees, so uh, I want to... uh, Make sure I get them on record and, and their knowledge of growing a company and social media. So, um, Kate, you ready to yeah. ready to do this?
0: Thanks for having me, Jr. Well, it's it's an exciting time to be um, to be talking to you, and this week in particular, it's, it's a really exciting time for social. There was uh, another reporter called me up yesterday to ask about what you know all the crazy things that are going on in social right now with. Uh, with you know Facebook and Twitter both coming out with really positive q two earnings reports and their stock shooting up and just wanted he wanted to discuss how how exciting it is from an investor standpoint but also that there must be something else going on in social right now that's making that's making this such a an exciting time in terms of advertising and there certainly is we certainly believe there is
1: yeah and that's uh didn't Zuckerberg just become like the richest man or something with that stock jump It was something crazy. Uh the points
0: they, yeah they they're, they're double their IPO at this point so I did have a
1: client <laughs> ask me if they missed the Facebook and he's like did I miss that a like, uh, uh, little bit a little looks bit like <laughs> um, I, I think that you know the uh, the cool thing is that with me, for me Facebook and Twitter seem like they're still in diapers as much as people think that Facebook's uh, often I think you know you keep hearing it's dying mm-hmm. I think it's, it's maybe it's getting some acne maybe it's hitting teenage
0: maybe i mean it's it's really cool so we um we're social media network agnostic but we do a lot of work in facebook so i tend to have more perspective on what's going on with facebook than than twitter just just because the types of clients that i work with and what they've gravitated towards and in the last year since since facebook had their had their ipo the amount of opportunities that they've created for marketers is just completely in- incredible I mean they're always making changes and for people like us that are putting together campaigns and if we you know there's usually like a 90 day turnaround time on our campaigns because there's so many different approval processes and all that so it's a little challenging because we have to pivot our strategy sometimes right. in the middle of the campaign because Facebook cancels a certain ad type or you know changes, so the, rules. <laughs> changes the rules it happens all the time welcome to my life but um, every change that they've made has been really positive in my opinion from a, from a marketing standpoint and they've added so many different marketing opportunities which has meant that they've been adding so many different revenue streams for themselves and now even though their like th- their ad platform in my opinion blows away anything else that's mm-hmm. that's out there not only can you target geographically and demographically but the ability to target psychographically based on what the what does you know those consumers are um, yeah are thinking and what they if what we know knew. about them if people only knew <laughs> and you know it's our responsibility to, to use that information for good and not yeah. evil I, I, I want to talk about that we'll talk about that yeah. in a second <laughs> but um, even with what they have out already which completely knocks the socks off anything else there are still so many additional opportunities that yeah, I think that they have yet to even get into like Uh, mobile is growing with them Mm -hmm. Uh, I think in the last quarter ad revenue for mobile increased 160% or something something like that but still there's so many like so many things that I don't think they've gotten into yet with mobile and it's just it's very exciting it's a very exciting time to be in this when
1: I explain to family friends or business owners what can be targeted on Facebook there's usually a look of shock right (laughs) and fear Uh, yeah concern about it and, and what they know and um for businesses, I don't think there's been a better time to be looking at social media if you know what you're doing, of course.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's. I mean, you. Well, you know, you can kind of go in there and um, plug around, you know, in, in the ad platform and spend twenty five dollars, and yeah. you probably won't be blown away, but you'll at least have gotten your you right. know, gotten your feet wet. Um, or you can you can work with somebody that has been involved with the platform for a while and have them show you just all the different incredible different things that can be done it's yep. it's really exciting um this is this is why i got into this business this is why i left my traditional advertising yeah actually i'd like job. to talk
1: about that if we could back up i, I you, you and carl were at the same ad agency right we were and both
0: at agencies in tampa we were both different at different, okay. different but um, both traditional advertising agencies and we were this back in late 2008 early 2009 just watching and, and observing what was going on, what was starting to happen in mm-hmm. social, and getting really excited about it. We bo- both um, individually you know, pitched getting more into social with our agencies, and long story short, decided that what we really needed to do was just
1: go do it. Go do it, yeah. and,
0: and just be a part of, of creating what, what the next phase of advertising was going to be. It was a fad with. back then. It, it was, was yeah funny. yeah I remember, it was going away. I remember that I remember that I'm pretty sure my my last uh, agency principal thought it was a fad. <laughs> yes, I, I, I love them though.
1: <laughs> friends today that are on Facebook that uh, said they'd never use social media. Oh yeah, oh, MySpace yeah. and Twitter and you know do you Twitter and what is that? And I'm not doing that. That's scary. And now I'm, they're all on there.
0: I'm so glad to be beyond those days. Yeah. because this is this is a version of of social that I pictured back then and. Now it's here, and now we get to use it, and now we're seeing how it's changed yeah. advertising completely. So, you know, at the, I'm a big fan of Mad Men, the show Mad Men. Yes, and, yes. Uh, that, you know, that was an exciting time for advertising because TV was this new, big, exciting thing, and you see the whole story of, of you know, um, of them getting a computer in the, you know, in yeah. the later episode or took up the whole seasons. room, <laughs> it took up the whole room, and that was a big, you know, exciting time for for them. That's the type of advertising that we have had for the last you know, 30, 40, 50 years right. and it was great and innovative at the time. So many brands got on board with it and started using it. What we wound up with was so many, so many marketing messages coming at us as consumers and ones that were not necessarily relevant to us because the ability to target specifically um, was, just, was just not there. The best you could do is say, okay, well this is a cooking channel so probably right. people that like to cook
1: you, you know, yeah, you generally know that. who's watching at this hour.
0: You generally, but know. but that's that. about it. That's about it. And you now with social, yeah. you know, it's um, there's an opportunity for I think marketers to change the perception of that advertising in general has, and get consumers to stop, you know, fast forwarding through commercials with their with their TV. we've created these things to avoid advertising messages, right? right? Like we're at the point where or we were, you know, a few years ago at least, at the point where we had to come up with technology to avoid advertising messages. Well, now here's, you know, enters social, enters, you know, Facebook with um, all the very niche and specific targeting abilities that they have. And Facebook can help figure out that just because I'm a, you know, uh, early 30s female doesn't necessarily mean I need diaper advertisements because facebook knows i'm not a mom right and you know the, the mass media doesn't know that about me so they can serve me more appropriate messages
1: that reminded me of a story it didn't really have to do with facebook do you, do you remember the target story where the they came up with an algorithm to figure out your purchasing habits and was able to tell that there was a um I believe it was a teenager who was pregnant.
0: Yes. And they
1: started sending pregnancy offers to the house, yes. and the dad got mad yes. and said, how dare you <laughs> think my daughter... And, and it turned out she was pregnant, and they knew that based on her simply achieved... Sh-
0: yeah, her shopping she, behavior. She hadn't
1: even bought anything for the baby. It was just a couple product differences, and they, they automatically yeah. knew. I
0: think it was like vitamins, a certain type of vitamin, right. and, a, and a certain type of shampoo. They're
1: monitoring oh, yeah. all of that, and, and put yeah. it two and two together... <laughs> And, yeah. started and I think it's,
0: it's arguable is that you know is that using it for evil right. because you know it did cause her you know, grief right. of course because she didn't plan on telling but. her parents, <laughs> yeah.
1: at, at least not yet and, and, and so they yeah. found out pretty quickly. But
0: you know, hey, it was to their credit; it was very relevant advertising yeah. for her because of, it, they figured out. Yeah,
1: I'd say that was, was, yeah, that was the uh, a kink in it, but but it it worked. It was. Um, the overall practice was working. It just, in that case, it got some bad publicity. (laughs) It did get a little bit of bad
0: publicity. And there'll be more of that for sure. You know, I, I, I'm not going to deny that, but I think that, I think we have, as long as we do use it for, for, you know, for good, um, I think that we as marketers have a chance to change consumers' perception of the whole industry by, uh, by using the targeting that we have available to us. And I hope, I, I, see a day where, people stop fast forwarding through commercials and they actually want advertising messages because that's how they're learning about they about things that they want to know about it is more relevant
1: and interactive and for them.
0: them oh yeah and as you know from a corporation standpoint as it from a brand standpoint it's so much more effective brands have every incentive to do this right and to do this ethically mm-hmm. because it's going to be more cost effective for them like to put together a bad ad buy one that's not considering all the different targets mm-hmm. It's just so expensive. It's inefficient. You're not reaching the people that you actually need to talk to. There's no incentive for brands to do that. Right. It's, it's it, you know, it's all about getting in front of the right people. It's always been all about getting in front of the right, right people. Now we just actually have the tools to you do that. You have more that. tools to do it, so there's yeah. no
1: excuse to be lazy. <laughs> there's, there's no excuse at all. Um so when you guys started Social Forces, this was back in two thousand nine mm-hmm. and I and I, I remember vividly sitting with you and Carl at the I think it was like the Hilton or something, right across the street from my ZFS. Yeah. yeah. And and um, it feels like a childhood, doesn't it? Like I know. Like you guys were, we were talking babies. about yeah, you guys <laughs> were talking about like what you guys were planning and I was talking about what I was planning and, and it was just like all brand new and, and, and uh this new thing with with you know blogging and social media and advertising and so Mm -hmm. you fast forward five years it's like it feels like a lifetime Mm -hmm. in just five years and how much has changed
0: well the whole industry has grown since then and you know we've seen so many we've been right on that on the front line there, watching brands attitudes towards social change and um watching and seeing how what we do does or doesn't work for certain types of brands and we've been I think really fortunate to have been able to experiment enough and, and figure some of that kind of stuff out, so we could carve out the niche that we're currently in, which is this this shopper marketing niche. This,
1: right.
0: You know, working with retailers and consumer product companies to sell more product to specific retailers that um, that evolved for us pretty naturally in the in the course of the last five years. Yeah. But it's it's been exciting to see it.
1: And you guys have built a fun. You know, I could say. Uh, you know, anybody that's interested, you could look them up on Facebook and go to their website. You built a fun company, I, I gotta cute. say. I, I think it's a. Um, I'd want to work here. If, cool. If, yeah. If I actually <laughs> wanted the job, I'd want. I'd want to work here. <laughs> so, I think that says something. I hope. Um, I've seen tubs filled with uh, play balls. So what do you call those? I've yeah, seen, uh, yeah, we've
0: got the bathtub ball pit downstairs. Yeah, uh, <laughs>
1: you know, there's uh, tributes to a rooster. Oh, yes, our
0: rooster. Uh, the rooster that the was the late uh, rooster of Sofo,
1: unfortunately. Ebor's y- got quite a few roosters. Well, chickens. There's 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 quite mm-hmm. a few roosters, but a lot of chickens. Um, and there's a whole hot sauce I heard
0: we made a tribute hot sauce to the, the late rooster the late De- dedicated the
1: rooster, to the rooster. <laughs> t-shirt hot sauce um, so check out the website be- at socialforces.com because you'll see a lot of cool things
0: it's cool. there's um, a lot of really um, talented and dedicated people behind yeah. it too it's it's to be a part of something that is so new it's like it's really exciting but yeah. it comes with a lot of challenges it comes with a lot of big barrier to entry in terms of education for our clients mm-hmm. and it can be it can be frustrating and
1: that's the ask the other side where where you are you have to educate the client before you could ever even do anything. Oh, yeah. You know? That's my
0: whole job. Yeah. You know, my whole job is to talk about like the why we do the things that we do and that, hey, it's really valid and, hey, it really works. Yeah.
1: And it's, so you guys went from this idea... At a, at, a, at a lunch table to a full-blown company with employees and you're working closely with USF I've seen uh, with interns and yes, uh, working yes. with their advertising students over there to mm-hmm. get them get them some early education in here.
0: That's great. Yeah, um, I was recently, last year I was invited to be on the board of advisors for the Zimmerman advertising program up there so that's been awesome. a great relationship for us. Yeah.
1: I mean it's been really cool to see you guys grow and, and, and all from just helping, really helping business owners figure this out. I mean, really, really, what it comes down to because if you're not helping them, you're out of business. So <laughs> <That's right. laughs> you, you're you're essentially helping them, you know, figure this out. So that's been really cool to watch. And um, you know, for any of the companies, being that it's what five years now, any of the companies that are looking at this road, you know, they're sitting at the lunch table right now, uh, talking with somebody about their ideas. What what advice would you give them as far as getting oh. this going?
0: Oh, it's um it's a wonderful journey it's it's a challenging journey um there are, there are so many things to to factor in i think that being flexible is the and is the most important thing this though I'm, i love the sofo that exists today i wouldn't ha- have been able to fathom the sofo that exists today five right. years ago um i had a you know, carl and i had a, a vague vision of of what a social media agency might look like and it doesn't look like what we have today but i love what we have today and it took being flexible and pivoting and a lot of turns yeah a lot of turns um a lot of a lot of trying things and and accepting when things weren't working and changing and pivoting and there was a there's a point where i feel like we've had five different business models a new one every year and and being so that is normal
1: It might be normal.
0: It might be. That's how it's worked for us, <laughs> at least.
1: Because I've been there, and I know friends who've been there, and it's uh, it's a constant change of what you think is going to work and what yeah. you think you're going to do, and then you're shifting to something else. And
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, it's, the good news is, it's not failing
0: though. It's oh just no! Turning and it's just pivoting turning, and, and if, if anything, it's it's turning. For us, it's always been turning. And um, finding something more more right. positive, and turning because we saw something more positive, I should say. So we are bootstrapped, completely self funded, and um, which has allowed us to to pivot and de- demanded that we pivot. So we've always had to look to what the next marketing, what what the next opportunity is within the market, and what our clients are asking for, and what is what there's really demand for. So we've had to we've had to pivot at times to you know to step into that and, and yeah. be of providing a valuable service to and, our clients. And that's
1: another great point because I am constantly emphasizing to business owners and, and just people who want to get out of anything they're doing and start something. You were you and Carl were at companies that you felt could be better. You felt there was a better way. And on your own, you went out, started something with no funding, no debt, no, you know, big help or, you know, sponsorships or any of that. And you started a company with just the two of you from scratch and built it into something where now you're employing other people. Mm -hmm. And uh, when has there ever been this kind of a prime opportunity to do that on your own and just, you know, do your own thing, Mm -hmm. you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a... It's a different path than the typical startup path. I'd say you know it's it's been the right path for us because we we wanted to be able to pivot. We wanted to be able mm-hmm. to call the shots. And when you, at least from what I understand, I've never had investors, but my friends that have startups that that do, it comes with a, somewhat of a, a, a loss of control at yeah. times. You know, there's more people than just Definitely. the people that have the passion initially. Yep. To um, you know, there's more people in that decision making process and. You might not get to pivot the way you want to pivot or, or make the yeah, take the risky the, judgment calls. The
1: wiggle room to do so because mm-hmm. of finances or whatever it was that
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's I mean it's definitely it's been a, a, a labor of love at yeah. times and um, it, it's paying off for us now for sure. Yeah.
1: Soon, I would definitely different. say so. It's it's really cool seeing what you guys have built. Thanks. Um Thanks. Where do you see, because I know you want to get into the evil thing with social media, how it could be used for evil, and it could be used for good, and some of this advertising, and where do you see, um, one thing I'd love to cover is where do you see social media, because when it's easy, there's a lot of scams, and Mm -hmm. there's good reasons why Facebook's, you know, tightening down, why Google tightens down on SEO, there's good reasons for
0: that. Yeah, I think it validates the media itself, you know, it is... Because it's regulated. It's valuable, and so, because it's valuable... One must pay for it, and there are there are definitely regulatory things mm-hmm. that, that factor into. We we work with some brands that are extremely concerned about about regulation, where the the fact that Facebook doesn't allow users under thirteen to sign up mm-hmm. is not good enough. We'd still have to age gate the content that we that we put right. out there, like pretty strict you know, re- right. yep. <laughs> regulatory issues. And um, but I, I I think all of that just validates it as as a really useful advertising yeah. platform and we're 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 in it so we're not put off by that we right we pivot we get we, <laughs> we adjust as necessary and it, it's i'm just seeing more and more interest in it from the larger companies
1: the bigger bigger, the bigger brands, the are, bigger brands
0: play are playing and it's um you know i I'm not I, I'm not going to be able to predict whether it's a whether it's a bubble or not I just I see it being becoming more and more valid I see it in marketing plans I see it budgeted to, I mean to me it's just it's becoming more of this like more of the standard it's, still young it's still still very young it's still yeah. young but it's like it's coming of age it's it's you know it's maybe it's an adolescent at yeah. this point
1: maybe, maybe an early teen
0: early teens because there's
1: still so much it could be it seems
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um, I, I don't know if I see a bubble I don't. I don't think I could agree that there's a Maybe a bubble for the for the freebie stuff.
0: Maybe a bubble for the freebies. The free,
1: we just put up this and that and it yeah. works type of thing.
0: And you know, to um, be honest, I'm glad free is is over. Yeah. Or I think it's over at least. I'll, I'll say that. I yeah. think free is over. Um, I'm glad because free is, is questionable. Free is like, you know, people don't value free. Right. You know, people, um, it's just, it's human to, when you get something for free, not care about it as much, right. not pay as much attention to it. So, it's it's um it's great because the along with it becoming not free anymore, the tools have gotten so much better, so we can and do so much more now.
1: That might be scary to the smaller businesses because when mm-hmm. they hear things like the bigger brands are coming to play, yeah, I think there's this concern that there's no room for them. Um, but my gosh, Facebook's enormous, mm-hmm. number one, so there's plenty of room, and I think that. Uh, when it comes to social media, I mean, even with the bigger brands, I, I don't, I don't see it as the equivalent of Walmart opening next to a mom and pop right. retail store. Yeah, that's when the bigger brands come to play on Facebook. I, I, don't see it as Walmart just moved in and your little mom and pop shop's done for.
0: Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't see that. There's a few things to you know to consider, and I, I agree with you completely. Um, so, for example, Facebook just made a change with their advertising network. The The right-hand ads have have changed. They're changing to they're bigger. It's called the newsfeed format. And there's been what we've seen. We're of course very concerned about this and how it's going to affect all of our campaigns. So the cost for impressions on average has more than doubled from this. But the effectiveness has gone up. So we're seeing a lot more click-throughs on those. And Facebook is self-reporting. I don't have data from us yet on this, but Facebook is self-reporting a 300% Increase in effectiveness of those ads. So definitely yeah, see
1: them more. Yeah, you see them I, more. I've and, noticed.
0: And um, Facebook is is uh, acknowledged that because they're bigger, there's less real estate, and that's why they the impressions. Right. You
1: know, well, be, and there's also increased. less ads from what I've seen. I've seen it gone from where it's like it seems like it was like four to five. Now it's like yeah, two to three. Right. Exactly. And so, so that's why there's it less more. competition. Bigger, mm-hmm. bigger pictures. And it's still, if you're a local business, in my opinion, it's still the the uh, a great time because even though free's gone, we've helped people set up ads for a dollar a day, yeah, a- yeah, and that's all it costs them is 30 bucks a month
0: uh-huh. to
1: hit their target market. I- ideally, I mean, to the point where they could say, We want 22 and up, own a home, make 50 grand or more and like this certain you know, yeah. they like outdoor sports. Just try
0: and do that you know? with radio. Yeah. You know, for a dollar a day. Gonna happen. <laughs> and and even with
1: the bigger ads, you can still reach I mean, let's say you only got a thousand impressions a day versus three thousand. If you're a local business, I'd say you're still getting pretty good, you know, bang for your buck on a dollar a day.
0: I think so. And you know? it's so it's so relevant to that consumer yeah. too. So
1: And then the bigger ones, I mean they so there's such a broad scale. You got the big brands like Coca Cola, mm-hmm. they're gonna have the budget, but who's competing with Coca Cola? If you're if if you're starting a new soda, you're in trouble probably anyway. So so that's a whole other ballgame. I'm
0: not gonna comment so, on any of this. So. <laughs> so.
1: <laughs> these these local businesses, I don't think they have to worry about the bigger brands coming into play because yeah. it's a completely different it's world. Different. It's different. just and they're a targeting different.
0: different. Yeah. you know, they're they're not going after the same exact you know, consumer base. Yeah, there's
1: plenty of space after. and there's plenty. I think it's the it's the right time because it, it'll get more expensive. It's going to have to mm-hmm. um, as it
0: gets better. It will.
1: Yeah, so they're going to have to. It is the it is prime time. I, I'm definitely in agreement with that. I think it's it's not just the time to be free, um, but you know just prime time to start using the ad and um or even to learn how to use the free right because that's the other side is a lot of people go on facebook and what i tell business owners is i say say, look you are the guy who i'm sure you heard the cocktail party Mm -hmm. analogy i use it all the time i don't remember who started that (laughs) um but i always say you know look picture is a cocktail party and most businesses i talk with they're the guy that's walking around handing out their business card at a cocktail party Yeah, you are the guy that we're going to avoid.
0: Right, you
1: know that person. I don't want anything to do with you. Okay, Uh, but the person that comes in with a cool story and something cool to show and does a magic trick, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, a good icebreaker, that guy or girls, surrounded.
0: Yeah, and Facebook hasn't killed organic reach; it's just decreased it. And hey, if you see something, if you put up something, if you have you know your if you have your magic trick post, and you see that it's gotten a good amount of organic reach. There's an opportunity to get more guaranteed yeah. reach for that. It just costs a few bucks. Boost it
1: even more. Yeah. So, what would be your advice right now for any business, small, medium, large, heading into this new how this is how this is going? What would be your your biggest tips for them going into
0: mm-hmm. looking at Facebook? And- I think well, one of the challenges that I hear from businesses of all sizes where to where to enter, what network to enter on. So, um, it's tempting to go into all of them, and now especially we're talking dollars, not just time. It's, I think, more important to pick a channel to focus on or a couple channels to focus on instead of spreading yourself really thin because now now, every, you know, everybody's got advertising opportunities, or, or, or soon they will. Instagram's still in beta. But um, now more than ever, I think it makes sense to, to focus on what you can reasonably take on. And even for big brands, a lot of times that's just one channel at first. And that's fine. That's fine. Own that channel. Yeah, Do something really great in that advice. channel. Yeah, that's really good advice. I've seen
1: a lot of them go after too many channels, and then they're burnt out and not getting any return. Yeah. And they're giving up. When if they had just focused on the largest network out there, mm-hmm. <laughs> they could have they put all that up five times the effort in and maybe seen a return already.
0: Exactly. Yeah, and it's tempting. I know it's tempting. And it's tempting... For not just the the small businesses, but the big ones too. You know, maybe even especially. But this is the same advice that I give to to the Fortune 500s that I work with also, because they have the same issues. They haven't a lot of them. Well, some of them have, but a lot of them haven't really mastered the um, that one that one core channel first. Right. So, but it's 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 a it's a growing a growing experience for everybody, and and by all means. If you have gotten something out of the your main focus channel, then yeah, let's start experimenting in, in one of the, the newer, more exciting, yeah. more innovative channels. But. Yeah, I mean, it, it's
1: the same. It's going to be the same principle. It's mm-hmm. just a matter of time and fine tuning, and it's, yeah. there's no cookie cutter. Mm-hmm. You know, I would say there's no cookie cutter way to do it, um, but it does take time, effort, and you know, be the be the fun person. Yeah, at the party,
0: <laughs> and then the other—I think the other thing, which just relates back to what we were just talking about, as far as you know, no more—it's—it's it's not free anymore. Budget for it, you know, like both budget, time, and resources, but also it needs to be an, a, an item on your marketing budget. You need to have some, some cash to put behind it, whether it's whether it's promotions and sweepstakes or ads or like it—it it needs a line item because it, because it's not going to be effective at this point if it doesn't have that.
1: Right. So the uh, pick a channel, own it, mm-hmm. make sure you get the budget, which is good stuff there. Um, and uh, we've already talked about the, some of the benefits. Uh, I, I don't think there's a bubble. You don't think there's a bubble. The free bubble. I think we could agree there's a free bubble. Yeah. That's... that's, that's Done. <laughs> that's happening. Um, I, no, I don't think there's going to be a new network out there. And you guys deal a lot with Facebook, but mm-hmm. what do you think about... Uh, I mean, Twitter's getting into the ad...
0: Mm-hmm. space
1: now. I've heard a lot of cool things about what they're doing. Are you guys doing any of that yet with um
0: We are not doing anything with that yet, but it it'll just be a matter of the right opportunity coming right. up and us getting into that. I'm really excited about Instagram ads because Instagram of course is owned by right. Facebook now. I I know that they have been in beta for a while. I hope they start to release it. Like, like Gmail
1: was in beta <laughs> 10 years.
0: Yeah, right. I am hopeful that some of the thinking that went into putting together the Facebook ad platform is or has gone into putting together the Instagram platform because that would be really exciting. Do you
1: think they might merge at some point or always be separate? What does your gut tell you?
0: Oh, I I think it would be a shame to merge right now. Right. Um, you know, maybe if things are different in a few years, maybe it would make sense, but right now I think it'd be a waste. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's a good network. I mean, it's obviously the photo sharing and there's a lot of celebrities on there mm-hmm. using it on a constant basis and um, they get a lot of lot of reaction out of their posts on there, and more, much more than even on Facebook sometimes. Some of these guys have just got a huge oh, yeah.
0: Instagram really following. Cool. So
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: There is a different culture. There's a different Instagram culture yeah. than, than Facebook, and I think that as long as that's a positive culture, as long as there's there are things like that happening where you're seeing celebrities getting more attention on Instagram than it's Facebook. kind of
1: why Facebook bought them, right? They were kind of worried about the...
0: Yeah, the well, reports
1: of how people were shifting to more just photo sharing than...
0: They were, and you know, also Facebook was concerned about the, the younger um, millennial and, and younger generations. Right. Um, a, lot, a lot of them and are very active on Instagram. Facebook, despite, despite different reports, uh, you know, Facebook is still where most teens are interacting. Yeah. It still has the, the largest... I don't get it when evolution. I hear that they...
1: I don't, I don't get it when I see a report that says that, that kids aren't Facebooking.
0: It's it's incorrect. I,
1: I don't. You know, you I'll, know. I'll
0: send you all the com score data if it's yeah. wrong. I, I, <laughs> I
1: my and I and I don't know. I don't have like the research on it. I'm just looking around and talking to people and yeah. hearing what they're saying. And um, I think there's like for one, you get you know teenagers, right? Well, you got five years that you could be on it, so mm-hmm. from 13 and up. Um, but not only that, it's just there's just there's a little bit of a gap that you would expect with anything. But I, I don't think it means that they're not going to be. Mm-hmm. I, I just think it means they're. It's not ready for them yet, but they'll get there. And I think Instagram will bring them in. You know,
0: probably. And, and but but even then, it's still Instagram is it's sexy and it's fun to talk about, and you see your friends using it a lot. But the the data is you know the truth, and the truth is there's still there's still a lot more use of Facebook from um, millennials than. That Instagram at this point. They just don't have the user... Instagram yeah. doesn't have the user base yet compared to, to Facebook.
1: And what else did you want to... Uh, before we're about 30 minutes, which is cool, what else did you want to... I know you mentioned you wanted to talk a little bit about some of the the evil versus good, um, which we discussed a little bit of because there is mm-hmm. some creepiness that comes with, mm-hmm. with targeting too much because uh, you can really creep out your audience.
0: You can be. And, and um, I think that as consumers... It's, it's partly it's 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 you know there's two things here one as marketers we need to make sure that we're behaving ethically and we're we're trying hard to use these tools to reach the people that we really want to reach because we have a product or service that we know that they are predispositioned to want but then as consumers i think that an, an openness to receiving targeted messages is the other the other half of that and and having a vision for the future, and knowing that this is the way I'm going to start receiving messages that I want to hear, and and you know, go and having a profile on Facebook and saying, you know, I I have a dog, therefore maybe I would like to get dog food advertising or you know, th- yeah. things like that, and being okay with that, knowing that this is the the future of the industry, and that and that the majority of market- marketers do have good intentions. It's
1: kind of like an educational element to. You know, there's especially like concerns about the NSA and yeah. loopholes in your iPhone sure. and all these things. And then all of a sudden you see this targeted <laughs> ad and you're thinking, how did they, yeah. how did they know that? And then uh-huh. it gets worse because, you know, there's um, – uh, I don't know the exact name of it. But, you know, like when you're looking – there's a scientific term for this. When you're looking for, uh, you know, a, a certain car, all of a sudden you start noticing that car everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're about to buy a Honda Odyssey – You'll start seeing Honda Odysseys everywhere. Right. Well, the population of Honda Odysseys did not increase around you. You're exactly. just noticing them more. And sometimes that happens on our ads. We'll talk about something. I'll talk about things off, like, at with a friend at a at a Starbucks, and the next day I see an ad for it. And I, and and even that gets kind of creepy. Like, wait a second.
0: Yeah. There's (laughs) no microphones in Starbucks that caused you Starbucks and
1: Facebook are collaborating and somehow heard me say that and put an ad but it's not there yet technology. It's it's, it's really just that I now notice it because we talked about it. Yeah. So there's still a lot of creepiness to it. Um, and even if you're doing it for good, you can it seems like you could really you know, like Target, mess up and mm-hmm. inadvertently creep somebody out.
0: <laughs> well, and I, I hope that as we, both in lobbying efforts and just general education, I hope that we as marketers can explain the consumer benefit to to, you know, yeah. to this you know, behavioral and psychographic targeting to consumers a little bit better than we have because I, I really do believe the benefit's there. And it's an exciting
1: benefit. It'd be, be kind of nice if it was like, you know, they're in a Super Bowl you don't want to miss the commercials Mm -hmm. and like you were saying eventually we want to get to a point where nobody wants to miss a commercial because it is so geared towards them and it is fun and exciting Mm -hmm. and the super bowl has done that you know they've they've created a you know people go to the bathroom after the commercial sometimes (laughs) uh and and if you can create that in in you know all over an everyday tv imagine that you know that capability and i don't think it's far-fetched to say it's it, it's very close to where you'll I be able to it's do very that. Close. I think um,
0: I think we're that that is the next phase. smart watches coming
1: and 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 all kinds of different things. Mm-hmm. Wearable technologies coming and so I do I, I I can't see a bubble as far as like I said a bubble as far as social media not being any more effective. I think it's only going to get better. It's going to get more, more targeted and really more fun for marketers. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Regardless of your business size, I think that's so. Um, well, I think that's it. Unless you that's wanted cool. to cover anything else, do you have Sounds any more advice great. for anybody? that's this That's is, that's a good point to, to point. wrap it up. I think it was fun. It was great to uh, to be here. I'm going to put Thanks. pictures on the website on this post. So anybody that goes to the website, you can just search for Kate Watley or uh, Social Forces, and uh, you'll be able to find this podcast. But you can also find them at socialforces.com, and you could probably find their social media profiles from there. But I think it's facebook.com slash socialforces. You got it. Um, or, or as they like to call themselves, SoFo, uh, you can learn about the rooster and the hot sauce, I believe on there. And there's some t-shirts for sale and, uh, just a really cool place. It's really cool coming down here and uh, just seeing the office and glad you took the time with us to get us uh, some better perspective on social media. Well,
0: thanks for having me. Thanks for coming.
1: We'll see you guys on the next episode. Thanks for
0: listening to the Top of the Wall Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a
1: review and subscribe to the channel so you don't miss any of the great episodes coming up for you. For
0: more resources and tools to take your business to the top, visit redwallmarketing.com.